Hey, welcome to Transform Pain to Power, the podcast about what it really takes to resolve pain and the simple, unconventional yet proven techniques to get you there most quickly. Listen in for high-level creative conversation to inspire you to engage with the life that you want in a body that you love. Welcome to episode 10. Today I'm going to talk about the difference between thoughts, feelings, and you. (laughs) You somewhere at the center of all that, or I don't know, maybe you conceptualize it differently. That's what I want to ask you next. How do you conceptualize this idea? I want to just invite you to consider How do you conceptualize this idea that these are distinct things? That you have thoughts and you also have feelings and you are also you. Or you could think of it as experiencing thoughts, experiencing feelings and also being you. (laughs) What do you visualize? Or do you feel these different aspects in certain places in your body? Hmm. How do you feel them or sense this concept? It's an interesting idea to sense a concept. (laughs) If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you'll know that I very much value and talk about sensation and feeling yourself more clearly. And I also talk a lot about your beliefs and understanding how your brain thinks and uses beliefs. And the reason I want to talk about it in terms of your future is that I have the assumption that people that listen in on this podcast are interested in self-development and you're interested in what making changes in your life or understanding things about your life so that you can evolve as much as possible in your lifetime and everybody has different motivations for why that interests them but I have the assumption that that's a big reason why you're here and that is something that's very important to me in my life that's something that I very much am invested in both financially, I invest in my self-development, but also in the time and energy that I put to myself to growing in new ways. And I understand very much the challenges of untangling those three things, that is your thoughts, your feelings, and you from or inside that journey of self-development and the relationship here to chronic pain is multi-layered right there's a couple of different ways you can look at it that might be more relevant for you for many people it feels perhaps like the physical element of stagnation or frustration because of pain is what's causing emotional and psychological uh, pain right And for others, it could be more, maybe you relate more to the feeling or the sense that there's emotional and psychological uh, stagnation 
and there there's a lot of limits there in your life that create or feed the physical pain. Now, there's never a moment when these different aspects aren't related to each other. And there's never a moment that being stuck in your body doesn't also relate to being stuck in some aspect in your thinking, even if that's just in how you are thinking about the pain itself or other aspects of what you can do in your life. But the point is that it's very important to get a clear read on what it is that you're thinking, what it is that you're feeling, and who it is that you are within all of that. What so often happens if we don't have that ability to distinguish between the different aspects, the thoughts and the feelings and who we are, we internalize what we think and what we feel. And we begin to associate ourselves with those things. We attach a sense of self with the feeling or the thought. And the extension of that is when you have a feeling or a thought that is undesirable or you think is negative, then it feels like a threat to yourself and who you want to be or who you think you should be, which makes having that thought then be unacceptable. But of course, you can't banish a thought from popping into your mind or occurring. You can't actually stop yourself from thinking or feeling, even if it's something that you don't want to think or feel. What you can do, however, is process those thoughts. You can process those feelings so that they move through you and don't get stuck there. If you are constantly blocking because you find certain aspects of yourself unacceptable, certain thoughts or certain feelings, then not only are you feeding the belief that they are a threat or unacceptable, but you're buying into the belief that there are aspects of yourself that you find unacceptable. Yeah, that's a big one. And that's a big reason and hopefully enough of a motivation (laughs) to help you to choose instead to go through a process of recognizing and processing your emotions and your thoughts. Not trying to make them go away or wish that they would stop, but really dealing with them. The reason I think it's so important to deal with these thoughts and these feelings and these emotions for myself, this is how I can like think of it and understand it. This might just be my brain, which is that I always want to understand. My brain doesn't like to be in a situation and be confused and not really know what to do or what's going on or how to conduct myself. I want to know exactly what's going on. I want to know every nook and cranny of a situation so that I am totally uh, clear. And I think when 
thoughts keep coming up in your brain that aren't resolved. There's a part of you that desires resolution, that desires clarity and understanding. And those points of confusion will always remain as long as they go unaddressed. That's one way to think about it. For me, I just want to know, why is that such a problem? What am I thinking exactly? And what is the implication that I'm creating without even realizing it? And once I get clear on all those things, then my brain's like, oh, okay. And it can let it go or move on. So the first step is just acknowledging that these things are distinct, that you have feelings and that you have thoughts and that you have you. Now, what you is, (laughs) that's another like... We're not going to go into that is all I'm saying. (laughs) Let's just think about it for the purpose of this podcast today as your sense of yourself, whether you think of that as your self-concept or your self-image, who you sense yourself to be, because that's really what we're talking about here. We're talking about these different aspects of yourself and being able to sense them and clarify from within yourself a distinction. So you can get a sense of that. So let me tell you a story about this in my life because I think it's important to look at it from a more day-to-day perspective and how it can show up. So I had an experience, right? (laughs) That was an unsettling experience, a kind of conflict with someone. And it wasn't even really all that big, But it was a conflict. And out of that conflict, I had a feeling. And that feeling was very uncomfortable. I didn't like it. I didn't like the experience of the conflict itself. I didn't like my reaction or behavior inside the conflict or after. And I was very in a tangle, let's say. And there was a lot of pressure and there was a lot of intensity in the aftermath of this conflict. And luckily, I had a session with my coach that day, which was so, um, yeah, I don't know what the word is, lucky. (laughs) Not serendipitous necessarily because these things happen all the time. So I had a session with my coach and I was able to bring it to them and it was so Wonderful just to be able to be in a space where I could untangle those thoughts and those feelings that I was experiencing because they were very much happening all over each other (laughs) in a big tangle. Now, here's one telltale sign that I will share with you that you can use to recognize when you're trying to push down a feeling that you don't want to feel. Now, this is not for everyone or even all the time for everyone. If it is something that you do, it's just one telltale sign of several. And this is it. One telltale sign that you are pushing down a feeling that you don't want to feel is that you are caught up in your head in a bunch of busy, ruminating, um, conflicting thoughts meaning that you're trying to do 
multiple things at the same time with your thoughts. You're trying to resolve a situation one way and the other way. You're like in a battle with your thinking and you're going over and over and over either the scenario or the circumstances or your understanding of it, trying to figure out what to do. And if you're in that head thinking space where it's pressurized and it's hard and you've got a frown on your face and you're trying to figure it all out in your brain, (laughs) that is a telltale sign that there's a feeling going on somewhere that you are not interested in feeling. And if you notice yourself in that kind of mental activity and that kind of internal battle with your own thinking or your own life, in that moment, if you can take a breath, step back, just step down or off the pedestal or your soapbox or whatever it is, you know, that you're on top of, just step down and ask yourself, what is it that's underlying this? What is the feeling that's threatening to emerge, right? What is it that I don't want to feel? And you'll often find at first that it's not really clear because there's a whole lot of shading going on, right? There's a whole lot of covering up. And sometimes you just need some distance, right? And you don't have to know. This is another thing I just want to share. You don't have to know the answer to that question right away. What's wonderful is that you can just acknowledge what kind of space you're in and get curious about some of the other things that might be going on and open yourself up to the question. What else is going on here that I'm not fully aware of that I don't want perhaps to acknowledge? And just opening yourself up to that question without putting on top of that pressure to know or pressure to figure it out, right? That's that thinking brain must figure this out. (laughs) So staying in that space of your body, are dropping down out of that kind of mental activity. Now, here's where you come back to this conceptualization of this idea and where that might be able to serve you in terms of where do you go in yourself to tap into the feeling that might be there, right? So when you conceptualize at the beginning of this podcast episode, different aspect, these different aspects of yourself and how you conceptualize them, you can use that image or sense that you, that emerged for you to help you kind of move into these different spaces within yourself. And this is not always like, this is not simple work, right? This is high level self-awareness, high level self-connection and all the things self-control. So one of the things that we can do when we're, when we realize is then to go into judgment on where we're at. Oh, look, I've been in my mind arguing with myself all morning. Um, I'm really doing it wrong or I didn't catch it. There must be something. I did a bad job today, that kind of thing. But simply acknowledging and recognizing that this is going on is very high level stuff. So if you are at that place 
um, give yourself the grace to be like, dang, I am learning a lot right now. I am evolving in leaps and bounds because your self evolution is not, um, it doesn't look or feel like when you end the race and you break through the finish line, right? It feel your self evolution is very much in the race, right? You're just rounding another corner. So back to my own story. Um, race, maybe not the best analogy, but whatever. We don't have to race. <laughs> no competition. <laughs> so back to my own story is that in this instance, I had a feeling. I didn't know I had a feeling. I knew I had one feeling. I knew I had anger. I knew I had sadness. I knew I had frustration. And I was dealing with all of those things and trying to work through them. But when I got onto my coaching call, what, what I was able to get through with the wonderful help of my coach was that there was an underlying feeling of shame. And shame is a big one. Um, shame is one that we will cover to the nth degree. We will, we do not want to feel it. It's one of the hardest things uh, to feel, one of the more difficult emotions to feel. And here's the thing about shame that I find often is that the reason so many people feel the emotion of shame, and in this instance it was true for me, is that I was attaching myself to the thoughts that I was thinking and to the feelings that I was having. They were all glued together. And because the thoughts that I was thinking weren't particularly kind, well, some of them were. Some of them were, none of them were kind. <laughs> no, I was, I was judging the other person and I was judging myself for judging the other person. That's the tangle I was in. No kindness going on in there. Um, and the feelings that I was feeling were particularly unpleasant and undesirable. Then... In that moment, I was unpleasant and desirable in my own eyes, creating a sense of shame. Yeah. And the thing I really want to point out here is that this was a very mundane, typical situation. It really, somebody on the outside wouldn't have really even thought that it was that big of a deal, right? But we put a lot of significance onto many mundane daily interactions that we have and we hold ourselves to very high degree and it is very easy to get drawn into this narrative when we aren't clear about these distinctions between all of these different aspects of our experience. And I'll tell you when I did finally realize what was going on the shame did not disappear or dissolve and I didn't move from being upset to happy but I did move out of tension and caustic self-critique and self-blame and I say caustic toxic because it is I moved out of punishing myself and then I could get to the business of just feeling the shame, 
without having to make it go away and allowing it to move through me, move through. And how do you allow feelings to move through you? You feel them. You just feel them. And the feeling of shame is not one that I love, but being able to feel it is something that I do love because that gives me power in my situation. I feel powerful when I can sit back and have that feeling without it dominating me, right? And have those thoughts without them dominating me. Instead, I can be me having thoughts and having feelings. And you can do it too. It's not rocket science. It's really as simple as it sounds, but it does take the awareness that that's what's going on, right? So the awareness is simply acquired through hearing this information, looking at your situations and piecing apart these different aspects. And you can write down your thoughts and you can write down your feelings if that helps you to process them in that way. And giving yourself some time to just be with whatever it is that you're experiencing, feeling yourself as the through line. This is what Pema Chodron is talking about when she says, you are the sky and everything else is the weather. We can't stop a rainstorm from coming. It has to pass through. And then in terms of your expectations and your movement that you're going in, this is what opens the next passageway, the next doorway into the next phase. I think of it kind of like this revolving door that just keeps going around and around and around and you keep going around and around and around with these thoughts or these feelings and stuck in this narrative or this story spinning and spinning and spinning so fast inside it, not even realizing that there's a hole, a space where you can actually exit. And it's not until that you slow that revolving door right down, really slow it down and get into these different components and breathe some space into there that you start to see, oh, every time I pass by here, there's a little bit of breath of fresh air. Oh, every time I pass through here, look, there's light. I can move. And it's not until you slow things way down and see where you're at and the fact that you're going around and around and around. You acknowledge that. Be there. Fully see it for what it is that you then can see that there's a moment in that revolution of the door, of the thought, of the feeling that you can actually move in a different direction. This is what allows the space to see that there's a different direction, that there's potential movement. And this is not only with your 
mind and your psychological space, your head space, right? This is with your body just as much. That if all the time you're revolving around the thought of the pain, of the thing that you experience that you don't like and you think about it, and that is the thing that you fight with in yourself, I invite you to explore this idea that there's other layers to that experience that you could move into or other spaces that you could move into to experience those layers. What are you feeling? What are you thinking? And then who are you? And how are those three things distinct? Feeling into those different spaces of yourself. And then when you have this experience, you start to realize that, hey, maybe you are okay, (laughs) right? Maybe you're not a horrible person or doing it wrong. Maybe you don't have a problem. Maybe you're just a person who has thoughts, feelings that The feelings that you experience are a lightning storm or a rainbow or some fog, but that they are distinct from you and who you are. So if you're listening to this episode and you're like, you know, that's all great and profound and all, but how much impact is this really going to have on my chronic pain? Here's my last two pieces of information that I want to share with you today. First, it has been shown that simply expressing your emotions on paper, not even to the person that you're feeling those emotions around, can be one of the most effective ways to resolve chronic pain, like real results in medical studies. (laughs) Okay. And here's the second one. And really where I want to guide you toward, which is your own inner sense of yourself, your own inner guide, which is this. Just ask yourself, what would it be like if I could feel any emotion without worry or anxiety? that it was going to hurt too much or that I wouldn't be able to handle it? What if I could feel any emotion, including fear, including shame, including the deepest sadness and loss, knowing that in spite of the intensity of it, I was going to be okay? Hmm? Like knowing that with every fiber of your being, you were going to be okay. What do you imagine it would be like life to live with that knowledge? And your answer to that question, the sensation of that is your real answer as to what impact it could have on your life and your chronic pain. (music) 
Thanks again for tuning in today. Listen in closely because I have a few more things I want to share with you. If you enjoy this podcast, if you find it helpful, then I'm so excited to invite you into my brand new program made especially for you. It's called Breakthrough Pain in 90 Days or Less. That's right, just three months. And I know it sounds kind of crazy and a little bit unbelievable, but here's the thing. When you get down and start working on the level of the nervous system and get into the source, that's where things start to really move and change in a big way. I'm so thrilled about this program. I'm even offering it with a money back guarantee. That's right. If you engage with the program, you do the practice and you aren't completely satisfied with your experience, I will give you your money back. Because look, no matter what your situation has been, you will always have a nervous system that can learn. You will always have a brain that can grow and you will always have a body that can adapt. Those things will never change. That is a fact. And once you learn how to work with that potential, previous limits get blown out of the water. If you want to find out more about the program, click the link in the show notes or come to www.movetonourish.com. That's move to nourish.com. There you can sign up for my mailing list to make sure you get all the information about how to enroll and how to book a call with me. Last of all, if you haven't yet, please take advantage of our free mind body pain self assessment, which you can find at the website. It will give you some powerful insight into your own situation. With that, have a great week, everybody, and I'll talk to you soon.